Welcome to this podcast of the Sunday Message from Hope Gateway in Portland, Maine. We'd love to have you join us for worship Sunday mornings at 10 a.m., currently on Zoom and broadcast live on Facebook. Visit our website at hopegateway.com to learn more. Whether you live near or far, we hope you find this message to be meaningful. Wherever you are, join us in doing justice, loving kindness, and walking humbly with God. My name is Mitzi Erickson, and I'm really grateful to have been asked to share about how Jesus is clearing uh, the temple of money changers, changes my my outlook toward the disabled. Um, You see, I have what can be termed an individual disability. Uh, This affects all areas of my life, especially the spiritual. Um, I deal with a mental illness called schizoaffective disorder. Um, This disorder combines schizophrenia and a mood disorder, whether it be depression or bipolar. I have the bipolar aspect. Um, When I was first diagnosed, I attended a conservative charismatic church that believed that healing was available to all who had the right amount of faith. Uh, Mental illness was a manifestation of demonic activity. And I, therefore, I didn't accept my diagnosis since to do so would mean the need to be exercised. Um, I refused medication and treatment for approximately nine years. Um, I have currently been in treatment and medication compliance since the year 2008 when I moved to Portland. Um, In the interim, I found Jesus again through, although not in the church, but in my quiet time in prayer. Um, Gone was the fear that I was demon possessed and therefore unacceptable to God. And in replacement was the desire to hang out with God's people. I hope I found Hope Gateway a few years back, and its inclusiveness was encouraging and challenging as my illness lends itself to isolation. And I'm making a concerted effort to stay after Sunday services and do coffee hour. Um, in reading the scripture that follows, I find that same inclusiveness that I found in Hope Gateway. Jesus's passion for his father's temple included compassion for God's people who were at the mercy of the money changers, or as Peterson described them as loan sharks. The temple was full of animal sellers, animal herds, and cages of doves and pigeons. God's people had become accustomed to purchasing their quote unquote perfect animals for sacrifice right there at the temple. The need for quote unquote perfect animals fulfilled the letter of the law but overlooked the intent of the animal sacrifice. Jesus crafted a leather whip and chased the animal salespeople and the loan sharks who exacted overpriced animals. Jesus reacted zealously in cleansing the temple. His compassion for his people amazed his followers and angered the religious powers that be. And let's read the scripture. It is, excuse me, John chapter 2 verses 13 to 22 from the message. When the Passover feast celebrated each spring by the Jewish leaders was about to take place, Jesus traveled up to Jerusalem. He found the temple teeming with people selling cattle and sheep and doves. The loan sharks were also there in full strength. Jesus put together a whip out of strips of leather and chased them out of the temple stampeding the sheep and cattle, upending the tables of the loan sharks, spilling coins left and right. 
He told the dove merchants, get your things out of here. Stop turning my father's house into a shopping mall. That's when his disciples remembered the scripture. Zeal for your house consumes me. But the Jewish leaders were upset. They asked, what credentials can you present to justify this? Jesus answered, tear down this temple and in three days, I'll put it back together. They were indignant. It took 46 years to build this temple and you're going to rebuild it in three days. But Jesus was talking about his body as the temple. Later, after he was raised from the dead, his disciples remembered he had said this. Then they put two and two together and believed both what was written in scripture and what Jesus had said. And that's um, the message um, by Eugene Peterson. Um, we need to take Jesus's exclamation in the right context. He says, get your things out of here. Stop turning my father's house into a shopping mall. Now, a couple of points, you know, number one, it must've smelled to high heavens to have barnyard animals taking over the outer courts. Um, another point is that G excuse me, God's people were at the mercy of the money changers or loan sharks, as Peterson termed them. Jesus addressed the dove merchants for whom the poor looked for animals, dogs to sacrifice. Jesus may have had the poor in mind as he cracked his whip to clear the temple. Another point, Jesus's zeal was for the temple, but also for the people that were being taken advantage of. His clearing of the temple cleared the path into the temple itself. Everyone needed to forego their shopping mall sacrifice and either turn around and go home to get one of their quote unquote less than perfect animals and then return or just to turn around and go home without the mandatory sacrifice. This was a huge shift of the sacrifice practice but this is what Jesus demanded in his zeal for his father's house. And another point he says, today I now hear Jesus, well, I'm saying this, um, today I now hear Jesus, his words through a different lens. His words and actions are that of a, his heart of compassion for those who gather and worship, for those whose journey has made them tired, for those in search of the Messiah, who in a short amount of time will be nailed to the cross after being flogged and mocked and marched through Jerusalem. Um, going back here, we have tear down this temple and in three days, I will put it back together. That's what Jesus said. This is his response to the upset Jewish leaders when they asked, what credentials can you present to justify this? Um, another point, knowing that the Jewish leaders would misunderstand, Jesus bailed his response by obscuring the right context. Jesus said, tear down this temple. That's temple with a capital T. And in three days, I'll put it back together. The Jewish leaders who were upset over Jesus's clearing of the temple with the whip did not show the same concern over the shopping mall that was created in the temple by the animal merchants and money changers. Jesus showed them where their true concern lay. Um, another point, Jesus's promise was lost on religious ears who didn't understand what the Messiah was to suffer before being raised from the dead, never to see decay. Here at this point, Palms should have been thrown, cloaks should have been laid down before him, but it wasn't the right time. Public worship of Jesus wasn't to happen at that time, but later. Um, going on to even the disciples didn't get it. 
um, the Jewish leaders were indignant. It took 46 years to build the temple and you're going to raise it, you're going to rebuild it in three days. Um, but Jesus was talking about his body, the temple. Later, after he was raised from the dead, his disciples remembered he had said this. Then he put two and two together and believed both what was written in scripture and what Jesus had said. And that speaks to my own ableism. There's no shame in not getting it like the disciples, only in not seeking the info needed to get what Jesus had said about himself. Nobody is unworthy of being included in the body of Christ. His body is the only disabled in heaven. Everybody's worthy of love and respect here on earth. Taking Jesus at his literal word can be divisive, belittling, and slamming shut the closet door on his beloved. His beloved. All races, creeds, abilities, disabilities, orientations, and nationalities are welcome at, to the table. Jesus has been waiting for us to figure it out, much like the disciples' confusion with Jesus's body and the temple. Thanks. Thanks for listening to this week's sermon. To hear more about Hope Gateway and to discover how together we can do justice, love kindness, and walk humbly with God, visit our website at hopegateway.com.